Listener Production. From geek cups to sippy cups, these boys fill them all. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, the rumour mill is spinning faster than a ceiling fan on three when it comes to... (laughs) Have you ever had that? Why does it only go up to three? I don't know, but I've got one of our fans. It's like one... It looks like, it looks like it's like you could blow on it, and it's like moving that slowly. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like barely moving. You put it on one, you put it on three, and the damn thing, the whole house shakes. Isn't it weird how ceiling fans always have that like slightly disconcerting wobble to them? I know. You know how it's like, is that going to fall off and you know decapitate decapitate everyone in the so, room? So I always think that they're going to fall on me in my sleep, yeah. and I like. I want to know how often this actually even happens. Yeah. Probably more than I would like to think, but I've never heard of it happening, and yet I'm always terrified of it. Hey, no, the rumor mill is spreading because Taylor Swift was recently seen mouthing a secret oh. message at her concert. All right, Bron, are you uh, across this? Of course she is. Yeah. <laughs> she, you are across it. She, you, she looked down the barrel of the camera at her recent concert and, and mouthed the words, this is about you, you know who you are, I love you, Okay. Now, people are saying, well, Matt Healy from the 1975s was there. They're rumoured to be going out. And it only gets richer because that moment, according to news.com.au, was caught on video by fans who quickly realised that the 1975 frontman, i.e. Matt, had mouthed those exact words during his May 3 concert in the Philippines. Yep. So, there you go. (laughs) They could be a new power couple. Coming very soon, the 1975s plus the 1983. It was nine. No. Singer, no, 1989 <laughs> singer. Yeah. Tell us you're old without without telling us you're old. <laughs> what Taylor year Swift were you born was, in? Is that when Taylor Swift was born? 1989. God damn it! I hate people who are so much more successful and younger than me. Damn it! It is too December 1989 as well. She barely. Ah. <laughs> oh. Okay, anyways, look, who knows? That's just adding a little bit of fuel to that fire. Um, but we've got a big show no, today, and forget. I don't need to mouth the words, I love you, you know who you are, because you do know who you are. I do love you. you I love you for listening to Matt and Alex all day breakfast. And we've got to forget that power couple. They couldn't hold a candle to the couple we are going to be chatting to today on All Day Breakfast, Amanda and Daniel from the Gold Coast, who got married last week to the dulcet tones of Matt and Alex doing their best to sing. Uh, yes, it was a very choreographed and incredible event. Uh, thanks to you, Alex Dyson. We're going to get the lowdown from the couple uh, live from their honeymoon. Is it a good idea to have Kiss from a Sandstorm at your wedding? This could spark a whole new one. This could Kiss from a Sandstorm could overtake Here Comes the Bride getting played at weddings. Well, look, it's not all celebrations on today's show, though, Alex Dyson, because we talked about petty grudges earlier in the week, and I dare say I've got quite a pet grudge and I let's I'm gonna dive right into it up next hey a little bit of morning tea for you this is Matt and Alex all day breakfast hope you're having a good one let's go here we go here we go here we go Matt and Alex all day breakfast well as a writer strike wreaks havoc across the Pacific Alex Dyson where I mean I just saw mate of mine Michael Costa he's not able to um host Costa I barely know her (laughs) that's just for you Bron 
Michael Costa wasn't a- isn't able to um, host his this week Saturday Night Live, which he was going to do. Looking forward to that, but um, unfortunately, so he's striking, you know, so not going to be doing it. Yeah, or he's, he's, he's still fine to do it. It's just his jokes are absolute pus. <laughs> in his words, you don't want a show that's written just by Michael Costa. Um, but that isn't stopping entertainment from happening on home shores. But I got a little bit of morning tea for you. What's been happening? Because uh, Auto Breakfast, we've been covering this writer's strike more than yeah, most. Yeah, well, well, there's nothing happening. Uh, there's nothing wrong with the theatre scene in Australia, Alex Dyson. I mean, you the can't. Board you, treading. you can't put William Shakespeare on strike, you know. <laughs> His work's not going anywhere, is it? No, that's true. And it hasn't stopped Bell Shakespeare from their current production of Macbeth, making a few headlines around the country, uh, getting a pretty scathing mm. two-star review, right? In which the reviewer yeah. Cameron Woodhead. Singles out the lead actor, Hazem Shamas, right? Mm-hmm. And goes so over the top ham on him, like just way too hard on this guy. Right now, Hazem's like a, a very well-known, respected actor within the industry. He's mm. been in lots of film and TV stuff. And most recently, he's in The Clearing, um, you know, Disney's The Clearing, which is out soon. But he's playing, um, he's playing Macbeth and Woodhead, the age critic, uh, called the Logie-winning actor's portrayal of Macbeth so cartoonish uh, that he was stalked by the inappropriate silhouette of a clown and that his portrayal was unhinged, right? Are most portrayals of Macbeth hinged? <laughs> <laughs> so he said that he wished that he had reined in his vein-popping excess uh, and that he had been more willing to trust in words of Shakespeare. Now, here's the thing. Here's why this is drama, Alex. That's because people get bad reviews. No big deal. Yeah. I but, mean, except for you, you would never have got a bad review in your time doing stand-up comedy. I'm coming to that. So, <laughs> Bell, Bell Shakespeare have clapped back, okay? They oh, have written have a response. you would have never got a bad review from Bell either. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the thing. If you get a bad review at Comedy Republic, do you reply? I don't do the replying, but I think they had. I think one of the... One of the a few reviews mentioned the toilets at Comedy Republic. We replied by getting better toilets, which is always part of the plan. But <laughs> that's well, the that's best it. reply you could do. That is the best reply. But sometimes people get snippy and they think it kind of looks and I, cool. And I think it, they said our Cokes were too expensive as well. And I think we uh, dropped the price of the Coke as well. Oh, geez, you you're a pushover. Yeah, I know. <laughs> See, it's always it's always risky doing the clapback on the in the Google mm. reviews because sometimes it can make you look a bit petty. You yeah. Know? But Bell Shakespeare have clapped back and they've said look, we don't care about bad reviews. We can handle that. But to target an actor just trying to work, this is Mm. actual, it's borderlining on a workplace harassment. Okay. They shouldn't feel like this. The the stage is their workplace, as they've said, and they are entitled to a safe space at work just as much as anyone else. Right. Accordingly, in our view, Cameron's decision to use such language crossed a line. And so wow. this is quite an interesting kind of response because you got to wonder, okay, well, yeah, does, does basically, I mean, is it bullying someone? Is that what Cameron's done right in this instance? And I guess Cameron's at work as well, being a <laughs> yep. reviewer who has to go to work to review things, mm-hmm. but now yeah, he's is... not feeling unsafe in that environment. Yeah. Now I can... <clears throat> 
relate. <laughs> oh, no. Alex Dyson. Oh, no. Because I want to take you back to 2012. Hang on. Is there some music here that we could put in? Here we go. Thank you very much. Okay. So I want to take you back to 2012, where one... Yo, man, this, this new Mumford & Sons song is sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Matt. <laughs> hey, guys. I mean, um, yeet. No, what... <laughs> <laughs> what were people saying back then? Um, Ep- epic, for sure. Oh, uh, wow, yeah. yeah. Are you having Sucks an epic day, as bro? As man. Um, y'all, have you checked out? I'm going to add you to my top friends on MySpace. No, way too late. Way too late, son. You don't have any idea. Just tell okay. us the story. Anyways, I want to take you back to 2012. When a young Matt O'Kine was doing his very first solo show at Melbourne International Comedy Festival. We're on April 7th of that particular year in The Age. That's a big boy. I received a two-star review from one Cameron Woodhead. (laughs) (laughs) You've got the cami double ditch as well. Oh, no! I, I, I copped the double deuce. <laughs> the old number two, which ironically is what Cameron thought of my show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So he's been <laughs> dishing down deuces for a decade. <laughs> uh, Okine needs to hone his baseline skills. He's unconfident president in part because his gags need more thought and preparation oh. with too much banal to be funny regardless of delivery. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly enough, though, he does say he is worth taking a punt on, but he would benefit from a larger pool of well-turned jokes. Wouldn't we all? <laughs> <laughs> For a comedy show. <laughs> yeah, damn. This is the first year. So this is the year very that you first won year. the best I remember newcomer. where I read that review. I was lying in the bed that I was staying at. Right, miserable, because Ronnie yep. Cheng was kicking my ass. I think I've even talked about this story. And I decided, you know what? Screw this guy. Yeah. He doesn't know anything. And so that I r- looked at my show again, I went harder, I made it better, and then one best newcomer. All right? Oh. Turn that show into a book, now turning it into a movie. All right? So thank you, Cameron Woodhead. <laughs> thank you. Honestly, I mean it. Because without you. You say the tough love works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe if I look at those Google reviews, maybe that those poor toilet situation, that could have been Cammy Woodhead. <laughs> so, what happened. so as far as I'm concerned, Bell Shakespeare are on a winner with this Macbeth, yeah. all right? <laughs> You've got to go and check this show out because I reckon it's going to be an absolute riot. Well, a poor review for Alex Dyson that I recall, and I remember where I was sitting, was at the computer at my desk in Triple J, first year of doing breakfast radio with Tom Ballard. And that was, that was at the time where you had the Triple J forums, okay? Oof. There wasn't all this social media stuff. <sighs> it, you God, came it's been to a while the, since I've been on a forum. You came to the Triple J website, you started a thread, and then people with your own username started that, had a chat in that thread. I understand, And this yeah. person wrote quite a long message about how rubbish the two <laughs> new young <laughs> breakfast hosts were. He said, I've been listening to Triple J for <laughs> 20 years, and these are by far 
the worst, most immature, putrid hosts that have ever been dished up on this once great station. Their immature humor is absolutely terrible. And I read that and I checked out this guy's username. Do you know the guy's username that said me and Tom had the most immature humor going around? His username was Scoop Da Poop. <laughs> we were getting called childish and young from a guy called Scoop Da Poop. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you actually kidding me? Yeah, checked his email address that it was registered under. Cameron would have that. That would have been. I'd say it would have been. It would have been. This is all day breakfast. Everybody wants to be a pickle jar hero. Well, I got to tell you, Matt, my actual posting on the visual edition of Be Real has really started to dry up in the desert of social media. Yeah, I was, uh, last time I thought about posting, I was actually crossing the road and I was like, ooh, be real. And I went to go post. But then on the other side of the road was a police officer and mm. I didn't want to be like, oh, I didn't want this police officer to sort of think that I was like taking a photo of them for some reason. So <laughs> then I didn't. But then as I got close to the police officer, I realized they were there like doing some sort of traffic thing for the NRL magic round guiding audiences places, but they were also just on their phone. And I think they were just on WhatsApp sending photos to people. It was like a selfie in the mirror kind of thing. Like it wasn't like so a how, how close did you get to see WhatsApp? the screen of the police officer? I just walked phone. straight past them and I looked down and their phone. They were just looking. They were just head down on their phone, standing on the side of the road, guiding traffic, but not doing that. Anyways, look, that's a bit confusing. <laughs> anyway, you know, you just. I always think. I always forget that police officers also just have like you know WhatsApp groups where they like do fit checks and stuff. <laughs> That's yeah, basically I'm it. Sure, sure, that would happen. I think a lot of people would. But yeah, what I'm trying to say is I, I'm gravitating very much towards the audio version of Be Real, where we basically give you a ring and ask, what are you doing right now? So uh, if you'd like to be part of the Matt and Alex call list, chuck your number in our DMs, Alex, and then we could be doing this to you. Hello. Mark, it's Matt and Alex here with an audio Be Real. What are you doing right now? Uh, I am just sitting on the couch watching Sing Number One with my four-year-old. Sing Number One? Is this a, like an animated? Yeah, yeah. A- animation. Animation, that's what we do on a Sunday afternoon to ch- cool. calm her down. Would you mind putting your kid on? I want to ask them a question. Okay. All right. Holly. Holly. Matt and Ali. Say hello. Hello. Hello, Holly. What are you doing right now? Uh, she's she, She's grumpy. Oh. No, I mean, this is the thing about four-year-olds, all right? All day, blah, 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 blah. Watch this, do this. Down. Hey, I want this as soon as you ask them a question. Cool, they thanks. Go. Thanks they for that. <laughs> well, thanks for that, anyway. Mark. We'll catch you later. Thanks, fellas. Like your work. Like our work? He hung up on us. What happened to love your work, Mark? I've been so like with you. Unbelievable, Mark. I've never had anyone say like your work before. <laughs> Is that even a phrase? Okay, look. <laughs> <laughs> 
We should be, we need to Thanks, be. Thanks, boys. Yep, your work's okay. Cheers. Yep, see ya. <laughs> I tolerate your work. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Hello, David speaking. David, it's Matt and Ali from All Day Breakfast. You're in an audio Be Real. What are you up to right now? Uh, just leaving Rising Sun Workshop, catching up with some mates down in Sydney, down for the weekend. What's Rising Sun Workshop? Mate, we went there after our big uh, trip to Berry. Had a few ramens just before oh, I uh, hit I the airport. I know it's that restaurant. So they do a breakfast ramen and stuff. I'm not advertising it or anything. But. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, we're allowed to do that anyway, dude. I'm, I'll do anything for free ramens. Um, <laughs> but I'm checking out their motorcycle workshop. They're beautiful bikes in here. All right, tell us more. Tell us more quickly. They've uh, done a collab with Young Henry's and they chopped up a posty bike and turned it into a weird chopper. <laughs> oh, damn. Has it got lots of rubber bands in the little basket at the front? No. <laughs> uh, that's but the fuel tank about. is a keg of beer. Really? <laughs> that's yeah. mad. All right. Well, thanks very much, David. Appreciate it. Enjoy, uh, enjoy the froths. All right. Have a good one. Hello. Georgia, warning emoji. It's Matt and Alex with an audio Be Real. What are you doing right now? Oh, my God. No way. I'm watching the football. <gasps> with who's your pie. team? Collingwood. Yep. The money, Maggie. <laughs> um, and who, you're by yourself. Where are you watching at home? You're in the yeah, pub. What are you doing? Yeah, just watching at home on the couch. Uh, you got a jersey on or what? No, I usually do, but not this time. <laughs> Footy snack of choice, Georgia. Um, oh, at the moment, I'm just drinking a Big M, a banana split flavour. Oh, you, that sounds <laughs> like a hell of a Sunday drink, Georgia. Just <laughs> chowing oh. down the 600 mils of banana <laughs> Big M. <laughs> oh, you don't so, hold back. Well, you are not moving off that couch for a while there, Georgia. Settle no, in. We'll catch in. you later. All right. Have a good one, boys. You too. <laughs> Hello, this is Lauren. Lauren, it's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. We're doing an audio B-Rails. What are you up to? Uh, I, my dog has gone crazy. I'm just watching TV, straightening my hair, ready to go out later. Describe your dog to us, please, in as much detail as you possibly can. Um, he's um, black and fluffy and he has fur. He's, sorry, he's literally going insane at the moment because my neighbour's just got a new puppy and he thinks he's... Uh, guarding the house. Oh, very territorial. <laughs> love it. Love protecting you. Love to hear it. Lauren, what are you no, getting ready you for? you don't. Don't pretend you love that. You hate dogs, Matt. Oh, I'm, I'm glad it's her, not me. I don't, I don't like. I'm just glad that the dog is on the other end of the phone line. I don't care. Now, what, what, what are you getting ready for tonight, Lauren? Birthday, wedding, you know, drinks, a date. What is it? Uh, yeah, actually, a date. <gasps> Whoop. Oh, I know. Wait a minute. And uh, is this yeah. first date, second date? What are we talking Maybe we could call it a re-date with my ex-boyfriend. Oh, Lauren. <laughs> wow. How Okay, when yeah. was when did you guys break up? Oh, like uh like 8 years ago? What? what? Sorry, this is just like you just the old <laughs> you up has come through 8 years later. Uh something like that, yeah. Wow. That's okay. Quite the the, uh-huh. the time between drinks. There, Lauren. Is, yeah. it, is it both of you know that it is a date, like romance, or is it like, hey, let's catch up? But I've still got uh, some of your stuff from my house, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> um, well, let's just say from the last time we caught up recently, I'm pretty sure it was abundantly clear. Oh. All right, I'm just, just, 
Okay, well, you, back on. Usually, hey? don't go into this much detail in audio. Be real, but how do you know? <laughs> yeah, that? I know. I'm like, I'm like probably saying too much, actually. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you very much, Lauren. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. And finally, Alex Dyson. Let's hit up someone a little bit closer to home. Quite literally. I uh, figured I'd catch up with uh, one Belinda. Well, we're also talking to someone you used to go out with in the way Mitch Hegberg says he used to do drugs. I used to. I still do, but I used to too. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I used to uh, go out with this person and I still do too. <laughs> hit, hit the call button. <laughs> Hello. Belle, it's Matt. Um, you're currently on a Matt and Alex audio be real. What are you up to? I am sitting at the luggage carousel waiting for our bags to show up after our very delayed flight. Oh, no. Are you going to be taking a taxi from the airport? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, I will be taking an Uber from the airport. Always check the tariffs. (laughs) And how was the flight? Anything go down? No, it was extremely uneventful. Sophia slept. It was jam-packed. I paid $9 for water in the end of the airport. What? Uh, We were given vouchers for the delayed flight, and the sparkling water at the airport cost $9.40. So that was my $10 voucher gone. (laughs) No! But I got two... Two cups with ice in them, so did, I don't know whether that's like a bonus. Did the, person, did the person selling you the water put on the maxi tariff? What was the go there? $9.40 for a, for a 500 mil Italian no. water. I thought you were going to yeah. say a 1.25 at least. No, and I got a packet of salt and vinegar chips. $20 for a real sparkling water and salt and vinegar chips. No! Oh, okay. <laughs> well, thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I love wine and everything about it. What are you into wine? I love wine. Well, Matt's the anticipation for the footage of Avatar 2 took the world by storm for over a decade. People waiting and waiting for the full length video to come through. And I got to tell you, that's only the second most anticipated footage that I've, I've seen in my life. The thing I've anticipated the most is the footage of the kiss from a sandstorm dance that all day breakfast listeners Amanda and Daniel did at their wedding uh, in front of their, you know, nearest to dearest, a choreographed dance to this tune. Yes, that's right. That is the uh, beautiful harmonies uh, featuring Matt O'Kine and Alex Dyson and a team of very talented musicians um, uh, crafted together by KLP, Kiss from a Sandstorm. You may have seen it online and uh, it certainly took a few people's hearts Mm. over the years, Uh, one in which was Amanda. And Amanda is on the phone right now. And Amanda got in touch with the podcast a couple of weeks ago saying, hey, look, boys, I'm getting married. It's me and my partner Daniel's favorite song. Can you come up with a dance for it? We did it. I went to the Gold Coast. We had a choreography session. The wedding has just happened. Amanda and Daniel both join us right now. Hello, team. Hello. Thank you so much for having a chat to us. And... You know, using both our lyrics and our hip thrusts in your special day. Please tell us how did it all go? 
Oh, it was amazing. Start to finish, uh, <laughs> couldn't fault it. Incredible stuff, Daniel. How are you feeling on the um, on the day? Because I feel like, uh, am I right to say that Amanda was kind of driving the desire for this to happen? Um, and, you know, did you feel confident in your ability to pull off some of these moves? I, I did. We uh, we had a lot of uh, practice sessions as well, and I'm not going to lie, probably 10.30 the night before our wedding, we were uh, doing <laughs> doing practice to uh, Kiss by a Sandstorm. <laughs> I well, can imagine you hate the song now, to be honest. <laughs> I, 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 honestly, I've listened to it multiple times, and the version that you guys did for us was amazing. We just really want to thank you for taking the time and personalising it to us. It was it was really special. So special. Uh, hey, yeah. not a problem. Matt O'Kine re-recording a little rap there to make it Daniel and Amanda themed and on the day. I think you're right. Your wonderful cat, Bjorn, got a little shout out as well. <laughs> he did. Look, he featured so heavily in our wedding um, and that was just the cherry on top, honestly. <laughs> was Bjorn there of the, for the big day? He was. He was the ring bearer. Oh! <laughs> oh how'd, okay, seriously, how did you get that to happen? Um, it was a surprise. I planned it for Daniel. It was actually a surprise. And there's a service that delivers pets to weddings. Um, so I hired a, a service. Yeah. Oh my god! And then, but how did you get Bjorn to like walk down the aisle with the rings? Did you have, have some like tin of sardines or something in your pocket? Uh, treats. And he just loves Daniel so much. He ran straight toward him and gave him oh, the ring. Oh, oh, that's so sweet. Bjorn coming down in his little suit with his ring oh. hanging off, and I'm like. I nearly lost my shit, hey. Oh, <laughs> he did cry. Oh, he that is amazing. He saw me. So. Oh, and just such such a good reminder that cats are better than dogs. Thank you so <laughs> much <laughs> for that. That is gorgeous. Now I want that footage over the uh, the actual dance. But let's, t- let's talk about the moment because you would have gone through the ceremony, would have been one of the biggest moments of your life, but you would have had this dance in the back of your mind, like, oh, I want to make sure that it goes off without a hitch. Can you tell us about the actual vows uh, and then that transition to the D floor. Yeah, look, you know, we wanted to get all the technicalities out of the way so we could actually start the party. Um, and we did actually have a little discussion before, you know, the day to say when we probably shouldn't get too um, drunk, <laughs> yeah, impaired. <laughs> um, if you probably put it differently, but yeah, too impaired before the dance. It's sort of like Matt on an all-day breakfast uh, party <laughs> afterwards when he's got a flight in the morning. But doesn't always go to plan, Amanda. Yeah, it doesn't always take off, uh, literally. <laughs> no. So Amanda, um, and Daniel. So yeah, you you did the sort of speeches and everything, and then hit the dance floor. Yeah, so we did the dinner, the speeches, cut the cake, and then it was time for the first dance. So that was announced. And then um, I went into another room to get changed. So I'd been in my sort of wedding dress up until the point where I came out and everybody saw me. So I did an outfit change for the dance. Well, I've just oh, seen the footage in Amanda. Lady Gaga and here, jeez. <laughs> and I've got to say... My moves, look, they were all right. They got you through. You did them very nicely. But it was your idea at the drop of Sandstorm when it kicks in to do a spin away, lose the longer dress into the short running man appropriate dress for the drop. It went off without a hitch. You nailed it. How did it feel going through it, Daniel? Because you had to pull the dress off. <laughs> yeah, like that. We we practiced it a bit. We did a we did a dress rehearsal the night before. <laughs> very well, very well done, yes. very well done. <laughs> we are professionals. <laughs> okay, and uh, there were no there were no um, you know wardrobe malfunctions. 
No, I mean, I mean, not that we could see in that footage. We hope not. My mum made that skirt for me especially, so it was quite special, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's so that's good. That's very nice. And then at the end, everyone came in. The glow sticks came out. It seemed awesome. And, you know, we're talking a bit about reviews this week. What were the reviews from the crowd afterwards? What did they tell you about the, uh, the dance that they just witnessed? They loved it. And then when we told them the story behind it, um, they were blown away. They couldn't believe it. Yeah. Amazing stuff. Look, Amanda, it was a great idea. And thank you very much to Alex Dyson for flying all the way up to the Gold Coast, meeting you in person to teach you how to do this dance and guiding you the whole way through. Uh, we're really hoping that you had a great day. Were there any hiccups? Because it seems to me like, the, I mean, watching the footage, the dance went off to a T. Was there anything that didn't quite go the way you'd planned? I will say that the floor was like an ice, was like ice. When I walked out into that floor, because it was so cold and there must have been condensation, but I walked out and I had a little slip. <gasps> so I probably didn't put my complete all into the dance because I was worried about, um, yeah, falling over. So that probably be the only thing, but I don't think anybody would have noticed. I think we sort of managed to, to hide that enough. Oh, well, you did amazingly well. We've, we're going to chuck the footage up on Matt and Alex on Instagram if you want to check it out. But, team, can't thank you enough for having us involved in your massive day. And, uh, yeah, hope the honeymoon's going really well. It is, and we just want to thank you so much, both of you, Alex, taking all that time and effort to not only choreograph the dance but come to our house, teach us to us, and Matt for that personalised rap part. That was just it was amazing. <laughs> oh, no, look, any time. Um, no. And I don't mean that because I'm only doing that once. Um, so no, it was an absolute honour, Amanda and Daniel. I think after we left, me and Bron were just said, like, they were the nicest people. And it just makes our hearts feel so nice that nice people like yourselves listen to our little podcast. So thank you very much. Have a really Thanks, great uh, rest Thanks, of your day. Daniel. And we'll talk to you later. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, guys. And uh, thank you very much for listening to this all day breakfast with Matt and Alex for another day. And until tomorrow, I hope you have a good one. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. Your work's okay. Cheers. Yep, see ya. <laughs>